this is the Lucy Beatrix podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm a fashion model turned competitive athlete sharing my story as I attempt to achieve my wildest running dreams. And on today's show, I'm going to give you guys an update on training with Nike's Project Moonshot the past few weeks, as well as recapping yesterday's race where I fell flat on my face at the starting line. But before I do, I want to make a couple announcements. Number one is I met with the host of a podcast I listened to called The Personal Record Podcast with Timothy Clark a few days ago, and I highly recommend you check out his show since it gets into why runners run as he talks to all kinds of different people. I found out that the host, Tim, is a really interesting guy himself, and I just want to say his show is definitely worth exploring if you haven't already. I listen to it when I do my long runs and need something to entertain me. And he didn't tell me to say this or anything, but I just think my listeners would really like it. And the next announcement is that from now on, my only active Instagram account is at LucyTheViking. Because after last week's episode about all kinds of creepy online stuff, I'm done with keeping up with two accounts and so much social media ruling my life. So I'm keeping things simple where you can find me in one spot. So let's get into the show. The past few weeks of Project Moonshot training has been awesome. For those of you who don't know, Project Moonshot is this program that Nike does that they've been doing for the past few years where they take a group of athletes working towards far out marathon goals and do everything they can to help the runners get there. So far, we've been through three weeks of training together, and it's been so eye-opening and exciting for me, and I've looked forward to doing my runs like never before. Last week was the second week of training, where we had our very first track workout at ICANN Stadium. This was so exciting for me because track workouts have always really intimidated me as someone who loves tempo or progression runs. That's what I cling to. So I've always avoided the track and never gotten into a good groove with it. So this workout represented turning a new leaf and just surrendering to the training plan that's been laid out before me from the best of the best in my mind. Before the workout, I got a chance to talk to the head coach of Nike's Project Moonshot, Coach Finley, one-on-one about the entire program and what my unique running story is, as well as how he sees things playing out. And honestly, this talk was so big for me. I just felt so honored that he took the time to take a chance to just chat with me. And I'm really grateful for that. So he really listened to me and gave me feedback about my running goals And one thing I like about Finley as a coach is how he considers his athletes' backgrounds and where their starting points are instead of just piling on generic blanket advice. So I met with him and it motivated me to go do our first track workout with vigor. But also, as he reminded me, I have time to build up speed. CIM, the race I'm training for, is in December. And I don't need to jump in and do everything too fast, too soon. So that evening, the night uh, of our first track workout, after I talked to Finley, everyone from Project Moonshot uh, met up at Nike and we checked in, got our pace group wristbands, and then we piled into buses to head to the track. It happened to be really hot outside. It was something like 90 degrees. 
But when we arrived to the stadium, there were all these coolers set up for us with water and ice. So I took some ice and put it down my sports bra, which I'd never done before, but I was like, this just seems like a good idea. And I rubbed it all over my forehead until we were getting ready to start our workout, just as a way to try to like chill out before. (laughs) So then when we got into our groups, um, Finley directed us on what we were going to do, which was eight by 600 meter repeats at 10K pace with 90 seconds rest in between. I shook off any nerves and just jumped right in. And you know what? The stars seemed to perfectly align, meaning the workout went on without a hitch. It was great. And I felt confident and strong and not like I was overexerting myself, but still challenged me enough so it wasn't too easy or too hard, but just right, aka Goldilocks pace, which I think was perfect for the very first track day. And what also worked with me beating the heat was to just keep tossing those ice cubes down my sports bra, which might sound weird, but that saved me and made me feel totally fine. So anyway, uh, we wrapped up the successful workout and a friend from Moonshot drove me home. I was thinking as I watched the city skyline go by from the car window, how amazing this dream I have as a runner is and how my moonshot goal might be possible. I was definitely feeling in the zone and wanted to hold on to that good energy. So after that, the rest of the week of training went really well. I wrapped up week two with a 14-mile run at a sub 720-minute mile pace followed by restorative yoga at the Nike headquarters. For week three, or this past week, I actually had to stray from the training plan a little bit with permission from Coach Finley. I, along with a lot of moonshotters or other people in the program, had something called Team Champs this weekend, which is a race that we had to take into consideration doing our marathon training because We were planning to race on Saturday for our teams outside of Project Moonshot. This means I didn't do the workout with the group on Tuesday, but instead I swapped it with the Moonshot, the Thursday plan, uh, what Moonshot had for us doing for Thursday. I just did that on Tuesday and took Thursday off. So that's something I usually do before races. I take the the, uh, day before the day before the race, uh, two days before the race off. So that I'd be ready and feeling fresh on Saturday. So yeah, I just had to modify a a little bit. And I felt great all week, focusing a lot on recovery. I even took advantage of one of the Project Moonshot perks, which is using the Normatec compression boots at Finish Line Physical Therapy for a session to make sure my legs were feeling great. I also had a modeling job come through on Wednesday, which was perfect since I didn't have any kind of crazy mileage to do before or after that. It was a really good week to lead up to a race and relatively low stress. So a little bit more about Team Champs is that it's this race where all the teams local to New York City or around New York come to Central Park and race each other. It's really invigorating and uplifts team spirit and I've been looking forward to it for months. I'd done this race in the past twice, and neither one of those were very uh, good. (laughs) One of them was when I still had a stress fracture, so I was limping the whole way. And then another one, I just wasn't feeling it, and I hadn't been running really at that point. So it was just like, this was going to be 
the best team champs of my life in my mind. I just wanted to kill it. So anyway, I get to race day, Saturday morning. I had gone to bed at 8 p.m. the night before in order to wake up fresh at, at 4 a.m. <laughs> Along with um, getting ready to run that morning, you know, feeling good. I was documenting my preparation for my team's Instagram story. Since they had asked me to do one of those takeovers where I was covering my story of the race. So you'd see me doing my Viking braids and eye makeup early in the morning and just the excitement building. And that's just how I get into character before I race. It's just something fun that I like to do. So I was feeling good and left really early to make sure I would make the train that was supposed to leave around 5.05 a.m. And around 5.25, sitting there on the train, the train had not left the station. And there were these like vague announcements saying that it was stalled and they didn't know when they were going to leave. So needless to say, I was panicking. I was like trying to just be calm, like taking deep breaths. But I'm also like, I got to get to this race. So I had to make a judgment call and just hopped a cab up to the park where the race was. That whole hour of transit was super stressful, but I tried not to fret too much because I did get there in one piece. When I arrived to the scene of the race, the weather wasn't too hot, and so I was feeling really good. The course is five miles long, and on my own, I've broken 30 minutes running five miles, so I thought... Yeah, I got this. Being rested and stuff, I could do that again. In fact, that was my goal. Shortly after I got there to where the race was going to be, I connected with some of my teammates and warmed up and got to the corrals to start. There in the double A corral, I did not want to be way up front at the starting line because my plan was to not go out too hot or to control my speed for the first mile, since that was a really steep incline for the first mile, and then to pick up the pace as I went, and hopefully to negatively split a race, which means get faster as you go. Well, no one wanted to go out in front of me, so I just kind of stayed where I was and assumed my position during the, the singing of the Star Spangled Banner and some of the announcements. And that pre-start of a race can feel really heightened, It always makes me nervous. So anyway, I'm standing there waiting to hear the cue to start and felt really at peace with what I was setting out to do, despite knowing it would be hard to beat the humidity and the hilly course. But otherwise, I didn't feel like it was too bad of race conditions, and that's why I felt pretty confident. Then the announcer told us to get to our marks, to get set, and before I knew it, the horn sounded. But... I need to give a little disclaimer here. What happened next is no one's fault. It's just something that can happen in these competitive races. And I'm by no means trying to blame anyone for what happened to me. So within seconds of the horn sounding to start the race, I took off. And that was it. Boom. To the ground. Face first, I fell. It all happened so fast. But suddenly, Dozens of shoes were stepping over me and swerving around me at full speed as I desperately crawled my way to my knees amidst all these runners and tried to get myself back up. It felt like that scene from the original Lion King where there's a stampede and I was Mufasa. We all know what happened to him, but I think something in me was like, hell no, 
since I had taken a cab all the way there, was covering the race for my team's Instagram, and modified my Project Moonshine training to do this race. I knew I had to run. So somehow, I managed to get back up to my feet and just go. By that point, I was behind a ton of runners I knew, and I knew I'd have to make up for tripping like that. So I found my legs beneath me, and I peeked down at them and saw my bloodied knees, where the blood was like running down my shins, as well as felt my elbow and my throbbing hand. I knew I had to carry on and run this thing. And the faster I got it done, the quicker I could get to the medical tent and get my battered legs taken care of. As the race progressed, my head was all over the place. I was thinking how spectators who didn't know I fell were going to think I was so far behind, which was maybe an egotistical way of thinking about it. But I also wondered how I could have been so clumsy and just felt silly. I kind of hoped that after all that, the blood of my legs would be visible enough for some epic race photos, because this was probably the most Viking I could get, and why not just own it? When I passed a a cheering station around the three and a half mile mark, kind of around Cat Hill, and this idea came to me on the spot, um, I shouted at the top of my lungs, Valhalla, which in Norse mythology is this majestic hall where Odin hung out with slain warriors. And if you think about it, I was a super slain warrior in that moment just trying to get through. I'm still hoping that epic battle cry video or picture will be posted online by someone who saw me suffering. So I made it to the finish line in 31 minutes and 42 seconds which was a minute and 42 seconds slower than I wanted, but I was happy to be done. Some of the volunteers showed me where the medical tent was, where they took really good care of me. I also saw some other people with more serious afflictions in there, and I thought it could have been worse. So I was grateful. Then I went and watched the men's teams compete, which was really fun. But All the excitement and adrenaline uh, started to wear off, and when everything was done, I head home. The stupid train was still finicky, and I got stuck waiting a half an hour for it to go back to Brooklyn, but luckily, I shared the wait with some of the MBR Masters runners who told me about the race's after party at one of their houses in the neighborhood, so I planned on going to that. When I got home to shower, I saw my banged up legs, and I got a little worried. Since they were starting to hurt more and I rested for a little bit and I, you know, I I was so excited at the race and I was kind of like letting the adrenaline carry me through. But that's when everything started to kind of die out and I just kind of, I let myself cry because I was like, okay, no one can see me now and this is terrible. And what if I can never run again? What if Project Moonshot's out, out, you know, I'm not going to be able to do it because I really thought like something could be wrong with uh, how I would be running and stuff. You just don't know. So um, I did that, but then I perked back up and thought, no, I just need to keep moving, get the blood flowing. It doesn't hurt too badly. And um, I decided to head to the team party just to like get my mind off of my knees. But oddly, when I was walking over there, it didn't feel like anything was wrong structurally, which is a really good sign. And I messaged a few people and my old coach, James Chu, said something about how like it's just wear and tear and 
it's just surface wounds. And so like that kind of comforted me. And so I went to the party and had a great time and got my mind off stuff like I hoped. And I came home and then went to bed after a very long, eventful, emotional roller coaster of a day. When I woke up this morning, um, my legs weren't swollen. They reminded me of what they would have looked like if I had fallen off my bike when I was a kid, which I did a lot, you know, just like skinned knees. No big deal. So I threw on some Band-Aids, grabbed my NBR race singlet that I had just worn the day before, and my watch, and I had out the door before 7 a.m. to catch up to my team for our Sunday Funday long run. I did not plan on doing this last night. It was just something that came to my head when I woke up right this morning. I looked at my email and was like, oh, they're running. Okay, cool. I'm just going to go meet them now. I managed to put in 14 miles at a steady pace with some cool people, and that was that. My legs are totally fine. At this point, the video footage I have of falling at yesterday's race is wild. How you really see all the runners just running over and around me. And I almost can't believe that I'm that person. I'm that girl. I'm proud that I actually ended up getting up and finishing the race instead of just quitting right then and there. Because it is amazing what adrenaline can do. And I have to finish things that I start. And when I was reading the Strava updates from other runners in the race, people posted about getting tripped up after I went down. And I saw a girl mention something about losing her shoe and still she still managed to do really well. So yeah, I wasn't alone, but I definitely ate some serious dirt. It's these kinds of situations that are really valuable learning experiences that you only learn by going through. And I'll never forget and can only laugh at this point about the whole thing. I'll probably be telling this story for the rest of my life, but hopefully it's not how I'm remembered. With that said, thanks so much for listening to the show. And remember, just be fast. Just run the race, even if you trip and fall at the starting line. (laughs) 